You're listening to This Is Your Football Life for Turbin Brothers Funerals Say It Now Week, August 15 to 21. Upload a photo or video on social media for someone special so they know you care. Remember to hashtag Say It Now. Folks, you've got to understand, I know you're listening all over Australia and in fact the globe, that this is, uh, it's not embarrassing to me, it's quite humbling that uh, I've been given the opportunity to tell the people who have done so much and been such an inspiration to me over my life that I can actually tell them. And my daughter saying when I let her down the, uh, the aisle to be married, um, Stan Alves, about our long friendship of ups and downs and various other people who you've heard well, the last guest I've stayed to last, and uh, I'm just, it's like me, me veggies. You eat your veggies and then you leave the big steak to last. Tony Lockett is on the line, and uh, it's great to speak to you, big man. Now, what sort of steak, Rex, are you referring to there? Well, I, I don't even know the difference between cholesterol and fat, but one with plenty of fat and gristle through it, and I suppose you'd go for a Scotch fillet there, Plugger? Absolutely, mate, every day of the week. Not a problem at all, there. And are you a uh, a still moving blue man, or do you like a bit of a crust on it, or what are you doing? A little yeah, bit of horseradish? I'll, I'll take it any way it comes, Rick. <laughs> I tell you what, matter. mate. It can be it can be rare, it can be well done. It don't matter, mate. <laughs> when you've got an appetite like me, mine, you just hook in, mate. You just hook in. Oh, mate, when you were on the job and playing footy, mate, you'd eat the menu. It was just sensational. <laughs> now, on a serious note, I just want to remind you of this, and I don't think you probably need reminding. Uh, after the last game at Waverley Park in the eastern yes, suburbs of Melbourne absolutely. here in Victoria. Yep. Um, you sent a message up to the 3RW commentary position yep. by, from Graham Bond, and you said, I want to see Rexy down here. And, folks, I have got in my cabinet with my two premiership medallions, my 200 club and my life membership of the Richmond Football Club, Tony Lockett, Sydney Guernsey, signed to Rex. 200, uh, 279 or 78 it is, and 278 357. You came back for three uh, games a couple of years later, but I still don't think you got any idea, Tony Lockett, what that meant to me then. And each year goes by towards my, you know, 70th year on this planet, what it means to me now. Did, did you understand what I'm talking about? Oh, yes, I do. I guess I do, Rick. I mean, thank you very much. I mean, it's very humbling, too, on, on my side of it, too, mate. I mean, I just, uh, you know, wanted to uh, uh, do something for you, mate. And, um, you know, I, I didn't have much uh, that I could give you um, back in the club rooms that day. So a jumper was as good as any, I thought. And it's always good to, um, you know, to get a jumper, mate. I think it's... Uh, Magnificent. You know, it's just a, that's just the way I felt about it, mate. And I was glad to give it to you, mate. I'm just a bit disappointed it wasn't a freshly scunned steer or a bit of venison or a pair of rabbits. I can remember when I ran a television show called Omrex Hunt and You're Not that uh, Jimmy Jess uh, showed your type of humour. He brought in a couple of scunned rabbits and, uh, and he took them back to Richmond, put them in Mick Malthouse's uh, locker and they found them about six weeks later because yeah. they thought old Charlie Priestley, the property steward, might have died in the club rooms. <laughs> You're laughing. Can you relate to rabbiting and fishing around the Central Highlands Ballarat district as a kid? Can you? Oh, look, I did a little bit of that, Rex, but probably uh, you know, no, not not as much or as as, uh, as as a lot of kids. I suppose that I actually lived in Ballarat. I didn't actually live on you know outside of Ballarat. So, but you know, look, growing up there, you sort of got um, uh, you know into that sort of stuff. Well, I did anyway, and uh, great memories, mate. You know, great memories growing up and. Um, 
you know, involved in the North Bay Football Club, which have gone on leaps and bounds uh, over the years to uh, to be an incredible force uh, in that league. Um, so, yeah, very proud that I, I played there. And, um, you know, as did a lot of the fellows that went to St Kilda, mate, you know, like your Greg Burnses and Jeff Tuns and, yeah. and all those fellows. So, yeah, a lot of great memories, Rex, a lot of great memories. I like to inspire young kids that if they're good enough, they'll make it. But some of the yep. kids have got problems in this world in which we live. They get homesick. Yep. Were you one of them, despite the fact it's only an hour and a half up the road now with a speed limit run to Ballarat? Were you? Uh, did did look, you yeah, suffer from sure. that? Yeah, no, for sure, Alex. I mean, it was a big change for me uh, at, at 16 years of age to to leave there and, and, go, and go down to Melbourne. Just a completely different lifestyle. Look... In this day and age, that's what you've got to do. And uh, the way the AFL, um, you know, with the draft systems and the things that the clubs have got in place now, completely different to back then. And, I mean, the AFL's just going gangbusters with everything like that, mate. I think they've, um, the organisation and, and the way they run the whole product of the AFL, uh, second to none in my world, yeah, fantastic. It is. Tony Lockett, that's the voice you can hear, folks, and one of the great thrills for me... Uh, when you first went to Moorabbin, there's a well, uh, a well-used photo of you and Doc Bulldog, the great Daryl Bulldog. My goodness gracious me, you were a young kid with pimples with a nice fringe in the front, and you and I go to the same hairdresser now for a quote, don't we, Plugger? Can, can, you, can you relate to that when you came down that you're actually sitting next to what or the guy that was regarded as the greatest centre-half forward of his time? Oh, look, you know, you know, you heard all the stories about Doc, how great he was, and and, uh, you know, I think uh, Doc, uh, Ian Stewart, Robert Harvey, um, some incredible footballers. Um, I don't think you could really split any of those three for mine. Yeah. Probably the three greatest players that ever represented the red, white and black, uh, Rex. I might have missed yeah. someone there. But just quickly off the top of me, me head, uh, Harves, Stewie and, uh, and Doc, man, what, what a trio. Unbelievable. Wow. I can just remember sitting up the top of that tin stand and the wind blowing down and those animals down the box, you know, knocking about 400 cans an hour off. And, uh, you know, out of the centre, Harvey, lock it! It was just a cauldron, wasn't it? And you couldn't help but actually, when I had hair on the back of my head as a copper, my hair used to stand up on the back of my neck down there at the end of my career. But it just must have been an amazing cauldron to put on your display at full forward. Well, Moradin... In the incredible ground. And look, back in the day, Rex, you get the same from, you know, your likes of a Dougie Hawkins that used to prowl around the wings of uh, the Witten Oval there at Footscray, the Western Oval, Windy Hill, Victoria Park, Cadinia Park, you name it. Yeah. Back when, back when your home ground was your home ground and you had to defend it, mate, there were some great Saturday afternoons, and that's what it was back in that back in the day. Saturday, 2 o'clock, off you yeah. go. And, uh, and man, six games crowd, in Melbourne, Plugger. Six games that, in Metropolitan Melbourne. So it's all changed, Rex. It's all yeah. changed. But what I'm saying is back in the day, and I, I'm glad I've, I was a part of that era because Moorabbin was home, do you know what I mean? Oh, and yeah. there was some Saturday afternoons there, mate, that that, that, that grandstand was rocking, mate. It was, <laughs> it was incredible, mate. We had some great games there. I used yeah, to call yeah. it the Victoria Bitter Rock. <laughs> it was an unbelievable atmosphere. Them Saints fans, mate, were off their rockers, mate. They were, was, mate. You know, 20 minutes into the last call, you were kicking down to the grandstand, <laughs> mate. 
no feeling like it. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> but that was that was morale, mate. And, I, and mate, I remember that like yesterday. <laughs> I reckon one of the greatest things that a father and son can have is say, Dad, you're my best mate, and son, you're my best mate as well. What influence did Senior Plugger have on a young plugger? Oh, look, he had lots of influence. I mean, more so as a younger kid, I think, uh, just to probably the endless hours of me nagging him, getting out for a kick. And then when he was busy <laughs> back in the day, coaching Lexington, coaching North Ballarat and doing, doing the football thing still then, you know what I mean? So... Uh, I probably drove him around the bend as a young bloke doing all that sort of stuff, which, I mean, that's the same relationship as most kids, most young footballers would have with their father anyway. But as, as I think as I got older, he could see that. I mean, you, you just, you've got, to, you've got to let the young people grow and learn for themselves, Rex, you know what I mean? Because yes. they're going to make mistakes, but sometimes that's really the best way to learn. It is. Um, so, you know, get thrown into the deep end and work it out for yourself. So I think that was yeah. always a good thing. But always there, if, if there was a question to be asked or, or, or some advice to receive, um, it was always there. Do you know what I mean? It was always yeah, do. approachable, always there. And he used to go along to all the games, uh, as did the old girl. Uh, they used to just love it, mate. Yeah. They, they yeah. were there every week. And, uh, yeah, they're great memories. Rex, great memories. You're listening to the great man, Tony Lockett, in every sense of the world. Just tell you what, I'm just like a kid with a new toy, I can tell you now. Uh, the Sydney move, uh, I'll just preface it by saying Ron Barassi came to me and the 3AW management in 1992 and said, I'm going to have to leave 3AW. I said, Ron, I haven't upset you. He said, oh, yes, you have, Rex. He said, but I've got to go and coach Sydney because unless Sydney get a profile, uh, we won't have a national competition. You were part of that a bit later on when you went up to Harborside. Uh, tell us about the buzz of being an establishment player and out of our actually, out of our actually AFL, VFL zone at the Sydney Cricket Ground, they were hanging from the rafters in enemy territory, the, uh, the NRL. Well, yeah, well, obviously in 1996, they had the, the rugby had a bit of the um, Super League split with the NRL. I can't remember much about it, Rex. But anyway, it was a big split that divided a lot in New South Wales and, and certainly a lot of people in that Sydney uh, CBD area. So we, at that stage, uh, 1996, were, were on a, a fantastic run of winning at home. And like, uh, like as you know, Rex, if, you, if you're winning, people oh. just keep jumping on and jumping on to the stage where we were, we were actually... Uh, from 1995, when I first went up there, uh, you know, the crowds, all of a sudden, you know, when you start winning and the team's performing, man, we were, we were, we were, we were, we were filling the joint. And it was a great <laughs> atmosphere. And yeah. just getting home and just winning, and it give, it give the punters, it give all those NRL supporters something else to look forward to. And, uh, yeah. now, you know, we got a lot of, uh, uh, you know, people coming over saying, oh, at the moment we've just had enough of, you know, well, what's going on? Uh, and they just come to watch a, a Swannies game, mate. And yeah. with, with winning week in, week out up at home, it, um, it, was, it was the start of something really good, I thought. You know, it was, it was great it was. to be a part of. Well, I'm thoroughly enjoying talking to the legend himself, Plugger Lockett. And we'll continue on with more of the chat with Tony Lockett after the break. We're on air for Tobin Brothers Funerals, celebrating lives. You're listening to This Is Your Football Life for Turpin Brothers Funeral Say It Now Week, August 15 to 21. Upload a photo or video on social media for someone special so they know you care. Remember to hashtag Say It Now.
Team Dipper here. Well, I love being on your show. Always love working with you. Dude, we had some great times, didn't we? My, my God, you got the big plugger, hey? Great man. Looking forward to hearing what plugger's got to say. Give up the great work and we'll talk soon. Uh, Rexy, Dougie Hawkins here, mate. You're a star footballer, star media performer, and a great fisherman. Give it a give it up. That's all, folks. That's your line, Rexy. Over and out, Dougie Hawkins. Love you, brother. Well, there's some champions of the game there, folks, and isn't it wonderful to hear that their passion for our sport remains to this day? And we're talking with Tony Plugger-Lockett on this Say It Now special. And Plugger, let's travel to the north of the country. You and I and E.T. went up there to Seven Spirit Bay for a fishing trip. To say it was interesting is uh, understating it. We had a great trip, Rex. That was the uh, first time I was uh, let loose on a Barramundi. And, uh, man, oh, hey, we had a great trip, Rex. It was fair. great to see Andrew, oh. uh, the great player he was in the NRL. Now, take that to what, he, what he, he's obviously, his passion was back oh, then, was yeah. fishing. He now, with the uh, ET Fishing Adventures, <laughs> Unbelievable, mate. He, he, and it's a great show, and, mate, I just think that's a fantastic story. So successful in his, in his chosen sport. Then to go on, do something uh, like his hobby, and made that into what it is today, mate, great effort from, uh, it, from ET. And, and he totally that great? deserves it. He was a good, he's a good fellow, mate. He's a real no good fellow. No doubt about that. Oh, uh, yeah, not, I will I'm... let you... I just, <laughs> I just had the other day on a, on a bit of a bike trip, uh, well, I thought I'd need to go for a bit of a ride, so I ended up knocking out about 15,000 k's uh, up to Cairns over to Corunda. Now, I'm a charter boat fishing out of Corunda, the Kelly wow. we, did, we didn't catch much, Rex. It was a yeah. little bit disappointing, but they told us there wasn't many fish. I said, I don't care. I just want to get out in the boat and I want to wet a line. So yeah. we went out and had a bit of a fish. That was good. Anyway, uh, the, the trip further uh, took off further north. We landed in a spot called uh, Home Valley on the Gibb River Road where wow. they do halley fishing. Yeah. Uh, now, they said there's some big barra here, and I said, well, that's what we're here for, mate. Uh, put us right, right in the middle of them, will you? So off we went, and I thought I, thought I had my metre barra, Rex. Oh. Uh, but uh, on further analysis of the fish, he just come up a little bit short, 92 centimetres. Oh, that's a, a horse. Fish. You are now officially a legend, and when the history of this game is written, you will be indelibly recorded as one of the greats of all time. And just uh, seeing a bit on the television and reading a little bit on the internet, you were genuinely moved and humbled uh, when you were inducted, uh, not only in the Hall of Fame earlier on, you went back the same night, but it was great uh, for Vicky and the girls to be there with you, and you clearly enjoyed it, Plugger. Oh, look... One of the proudest nights, uh, you know, in 20 years wow. of football playing career. Uh, very proud night and um, great to have the girls there. They uh, never sort of went along. Well, the, the two youngest ones weren't even around uh, when I finished playing anyway. But yeah. look, great to have them around. They thoroughly enjoyed it. Mate, it was a sensational night. The yeah. AFL, as I said before, mate, they run second to no one in anything they do. Just put on a super show, mate, and very honoured, very humbled, and very proud to be part of, uh, you know, the Hall of Fame uh, and the AFL. Just absolutely lovely to have a chat. Um, do, do the two oldest ones who know uh, who you are and knew you, how, 
Do they find it hard sometimes when they don't hear the best thing about their father or someone who hasn't got the guts to say to your face and uh, that sort of thing? Is that is that what's good to you now that you can move out of all the rubbish, you know, that the rest of these people have to put up with in the capital cities? Yeah, look, it's, um, you know, it's just which is, uh, you know, to live down here in the country, down in Barrow. It's, it's great, mate. It's been great for the kids. Yeah. It's been a great, great place to bring them up. Uh, the oldest daughter's still at home. She she's, does a bit of work at a winery. The second one, uh, the second oldest, Chloe, she's uh, moved to Sydney now doing university. Wow. Uh, the third, third one, young Steph, she's a bit of a netballer. So I actually probably see a bit more netball than football these days, Rex. And I, <laughs> I, mate, you know what? I just I enjoy going along and watching my daughter play netball because she's she goes she goes you know she goes okay, Rex. And, yeah. Uh, she, she loves it, she enjoys it, she puts her heart and soul into it, which I, I love. So, and then the youngest one, well, she's like all youngest ones, she's just a bit spoiled, but she, you know, she's a fantastic kid, mate, you know. Um, and we love her dearly, mate. So, look, Paul, I couldn't be more proud. I've got, I've got four of the best kids I could ever want, Rex, and yeah. I'm proud of each and every one of them. Isn't that lovely? I'm just going to go over what I told you that uh, I would be careful at. Do you still still see a game or two, or every now and again do you flick yep. on the telly? Do you still love the game as much as you did before you became a star at the St Kilda Footy Club? Look, I, I love the game, Rex. I, I look, and I, I'll tell you, I don't watch it as much as a, a lot of people do. Uh, the last game I watched was Hawthorne and Sydney here two two weeks ago on a Thursday night. Yeah. Uh, at the SCG. Uh, uh, I watched uh, the Doggies in Richmond, which I thought was a fantastic game of footy a couple of weekends ago. Yes. Haven't watched one since, uh, but I still look. I still watch a bit of footy, um, and I look. You know, I don't watch it every week, Rex, but I still watch a bit of it, and I still, I still keep involved and not up to speed like a lot of the blokes. But yeah. but I still sort of know a bit about it, you know what's going on. You know. Well. The final question is: You have publicly and privately said when you kick ten goals on a superstar like Stephen Silvani, you're allowed to speak about it. And young Jack, who's making his way, I don't know whether you called him or not, but isn't he a tip off the old block? I reckon that's fantastic, mate. To see the like the father, the son, and now the grandson. Yeah, mate, that is absolutely incredible. And great fellow, Stephen Silvani, too. And and. I was only, it's a bit of a G up when I said that the other night. People might have took it the wrong way, Rex, which doesn't matter. They can take whatever way they want. That's Who exactly cares? right. But when you kick 10 on sauce, you can brag, mate. <laughs> <laughs> the next year, I got ahead of myself and I didn't trouble the score, mate. There was no kicks, no marks, uh, no, no nothing. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Apart, so, from, apart from, you know, riding your bike with your mates and that sort of thing. What do you do for Tony Lockett time? You know, like I might, you know, sit down and just go gar fishing down the pier with me yep. beanie on and no one knows who I am or, yep. you know, I might sort of uh, have a look in one of the angling museums or go down and watch Richmond train or something like that with me hat at the back. What does Plugger do for Plugger? Mate, I just ride bikes, Rex. That's really, that's really what I do. Other than I look, you know, I've a, got a small farm at home here that I look after, run a few cows and calves for a bit of fun. Just yeah. a bit of, you know, a bit of space, like we yeah. all need every, you know. Uh, but basically, whether it's riding, riding a Harley down the road, thinking I'm sort of an overweight <laughs> James Dean or something like that, or, 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 or heading off, for, you know, an enduro through the bush, or I don't care what bike it is or what sort of bike it is, I just love riding bikes, mate. You know, that's just what I like to do. Isn't that amazing? Well, it's been great to chat. And look, I've gone over time, but I thank you. But I wanted to get across that... Uh, 
there are four things that uh, not to go on eBay when I finally go to Tobin Brothers. Uh, <laughs> and they're the Premiership Medallions, the 200 Club and the Life Membership, and that's uh, Sydney Guernsey. I might actually uh, ring the Sydney uh, people and see if they want to pop that in the museum, not from my point of view, but uh, that was the last game that you played at Waverley. It was the last game at Waverley. You came back a couple of years later, of course, and injuries and age saw you out, but... Uh, it's been a great pleasure, and you can't be doing any better now, mate, than watching a porterhouse and a, uh, a T-bone walking out in front, <laughs> at your front garden, mate. Yeah, yeah, the only thing better is a camel pie at Birdsville Bakery, <laughs> mate. Oh, I don't like the camel, mate. I, I prefer a kidna and snake, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what the sign says. As you walk up to the front door of the bakery, it says, uh, uh, you want a camel pie? It tastes a bit like zebra, but not quite like giraffe. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's been great to chat, and I thank you for your time. I, 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 you know, I was at the foot of Mount Bunningyong, and Spud had arranged me uh, to go on one of the farmer's properties and catch a trout, yep. and I thought, this is where the great man came from, and I came back and said, let's uh, see if he'll do it. The fact when Not you picked problem, up the Rick. phone, you said, g'day, Rex, he means a lot to me, and I'll take that to my grave, and thanks for being so kind to us today, Tony Lockett. Rex, when I'm back in Melbourne, I want to get out and get, catch a, a snapper in Port Phillip Bay or get amongst some whiting out uh, in West, Western Port, if you don't mind. Mate, better, don't, don't worry about that, line. mate. And it'll be just you and I and, uh, and the gate post. And, uh, but you'll have to come back and, uh, and beat Sam Newman's record of 21 Phillips of whiting in one sitting. Yeah? Yeah, well, so you better... Do it, ju- I can, if anyone can do it, Rexy, I can do it. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, You're yeah, a star. Can, can, that's it, mate. Look, Rex, good to talk. Look after yourself, and uh, I will see you on the water. Folks, what a pleasure it's been to speak to the game's greatest ever forward, a man that gave me the reason to go broadcasting at the football. Now, folks, we want you to get involved in Say It Now Week. And whether you're young, whether you're old, whether you're in between, it doesn't matter. We don't know what tomorrow will bring. And isn't there some sad examples of that every day? Why don't you upload a photo or video onto social media for someone special so they know you care? Remember to hashtag say it now and tag at Tobin Brothers and check us out on Twitter at Rex Football Life. You're listening to This Is Your Football Life for Tobin Brothers Funeral Say It Now Week, August 15 to 21. Upload a photo or video on social media for someone special so they know you care. Remember to hashtag say it now.